Welcome to A Dead Man's Roll, a D&D tabletop RPG podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jonathan Hatley, and I'm here with my rollers. I am Josh, and I play Cyrus. How's it going, y'all? My name is Drew. I'm playing as Dizzy Dreadwood. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Marco, and I'm playing Satan. Hey, this is Priyansh, and I play Robert Bohem. The dude's a bard and sort of a wizard. Hey, y'all, I'm Sarai, and I play the ever-young and naive Mateus Valenciano. Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor, one of the rogues here in our campaigns. Fun fact about Boyan McGregor, his favorite color is red. He doesn't know what red is, he's a little colorblind. Hey, yo, I'm Jose. I play Sochi. He is a king trying to revive his people. Literally 347 days ago. To that uh, day. Well, who's counting? Right. As much as I love to hear about your fantasy football exploits, this is going to be a very long and fast session. You're a nerd. I have no rebuttal for that. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that's just the truth. <laughs> uh, All right, the session. Here we go. Let's begin. To recap, in the previous episode, our rollers were captured and separated from each other with Satan and Robert in the Queen's Hall, while the others were placed in a twisted saw-like dungeon. After many trials, they came face to face with its creator. Satan gets moved down to the dungeon and possibly turns into a test experiment, and Robert gets left up at the top. We are going to start topside. So you're in the Grand Hall yet again. You are sitting before Datu, or really, I guess, standing since the chair got broken last time. Guards surround you. Satan was just separated from you. And you know of the books. The books are in eyeshot. So, she says to you, you're no good for him. You know that, right? Robert doesn't say anything. Just listening. You're well-intentioned. I get it. I get it. But um, all royalty thinks for themselves at one point or another. So, when you watch him die, just remember that. What do you mean by all royalty thinks for themselves? To be... Of a higher class, one has to have tenacity. A hunger, per se. One that doesn't require empathy or just any human compassion. And I can tell you weren't born a royal, were you? I wasn't born a royal, that's very true. Exactly. It's quite evident. But on the same end of things, if I wasn't born a royal and made into one, Satan was not born a royal because your mother wasn't the queen yet. Exactly. So he wasn't born a royal and he didn't grow up a royal. I grew up a royal. So even if you are two fabrics cut from the same cloth, I feel like the tailors that worked on you are completely different. Oh, and that's that's why I'm royalty and he's not. Uh, See, I was born royalty. I had the hunger since birth. He was 
made and then left. It didn't have that tenacity, that hope, that strength that would make someone climb up to the top. So he has empathy then? He has empathy, but I can make him stronger. So he loses empathy and he becomes stronger. So essentially what you do with the children who become wardens, you're trying to do with Satan. I make them better, more or less. I don't care if they have empathy or not. So you'll put Satan in front of the relic and uh, make him lose everything? His whole personality? He'll get the results he's looking for, yes. If that's the price he has to pay. Have you been in front of the relic? It is a part of me. This seed. It has given me strength. More strength than you can imagine. Gave me the power to kill my mother. Gave me the power to rise to the top and still lead these people to such bravery. Or such... Hmm. Vile acts, you would say. I would say acts of bravery and courage. To die for one's country. To die for me. Is everything. I... I understand some of what you mean. I still don't understand if your mom attacked you and you defended yourself or you attacked your mom and she defended herself. I don't know what the relation between you and your mother is. My mother did not attack me. My mother gave me away. She fell to a man who had such disgusting mentality. The king? Yes. He says a woman couldn't rule. And so I thought I should teach him how a woman could rule. And then I made my mother pay for what she did. So from what I understand, the king and his methods were disgusting. So by all means now, the Ujalan legacy is not going to head in the same direction as the previous six generations. Yes, that's correct, because there shouldn't be anything after me. So the entire country of Ujala is going away, or is just the legacy going away? And what follows after you in then? I will be dead, hopefully, and my people will become stronger. It's all that matters. Strength. There are many ways to get strength. There are ways to train yourself, and then there are ways to turn undead. I don't understand what you mean. See, the legacy of a person is beyond their life and beyond their kin. I need you to understand that even if you die and one of these generals who were once loyal to your king, then queen, now you, if they continue whatever your father's legacy was, the legacy won't die even if you do. So that's why I'm asking what happens after you. I care not for his legacy. I only cared for his death, which I was given. The only thing now I care about is making us stronger and the only way to do that is through survival of the fittest my death will leave a vacuum and that vacuum will lead to some very terrible years to come but sooner or later we'll be strong enough 
and nothing you or your gods will be able to fix that. Does that mean breaking our codes a little bit? Yes, but it's still worth it to me. So essentially, you just want to throw the entire nation of Ojala into a civil war after setting an example by fighting your brother to death? Whatever it takes. But it all leads up to a civil war. Yes. My grand finale. (sighs) And here I thought Satan was the crazy one. You realize that people get stronger with a leader. They'll find their leader when they're strong enough. But until then, we will toil and roll in the dirt until one of us rises to the occasion. Didn't you rise to the occasion by essentially matricide and patricide? Yes, but it wasn't through my own means. Once again, remember, I was given away to Tofton and his little runt of a child. He helped me. What I'm saying is, sooner or later, we won't need help. Evolution will provide that for us. Through blood and violence. Through pain. Through suffering. Through war? Yes. You're getting it now. Just because I follow the plot of this does not mean I feel like it's a good movie. I want you to understand a couple of things. This grand plan of yours is a plan that I feel like I cannot... uh, hinder or support like i i'm just a fly on the wall for this whole thing but i don't need your support i am not saying that i do support it i'm saying i appreciate you letting me know what you are trying to achieve over here it is an ideology that i'm not sure that i can entirely understand but what i'm trying to tell you is we are brought back to life by a goddess if you understand the fact that satan does take over you and then he just chooses to be a ruler the purpose that he had of being brought back to life if he joins you will be lost so one way or another you will not have that brother so that's why i suggested give us a year let us figure out this god's mission and then you can have whatever you want This whole grand scheme of a vacuum of destroying what your father was is genuinely a very fucked thing for Ujala, but fuck fuck it, just absolutely disgusting system needs to be uprooted from the fucking foundation. I don't entirely not understand it. I don't concur, I don't have to have a say on this. You don't have to. Exactly. I think the last thing we hear come out of that twist mouth is, Now, tell me more about this god. And we cut back to below, to the dungeons. A little recap here. We've gone to the last room. We've now burst through the door into Tofton's little playhouse room. His little science experiment of a room. A lab, one would say if one knew the word immediately and didn't ramble for a little bit. So, you burst into the room. The air is sterile here. Before you is a very large room with stone floors and a desk. You see Tofton hovering above it with the seed in the desk itself. It seems to be almost in a vat or a container. Behind him seems to be a very 
large enclosure with a tree in it. This tree looks like it is dying, almost as if it has been infected by some sort of disease. Its bark has cracks and veins in it that are purple and black. Within this enclosure, the air is not clear like you would see any other air. It has almost a gray haze to it as all these willows leaves have fallen to the ground and cover this enclosure floor. Connected to this enclosure are four vats. The first one you see does not look like anyone you've seen before, but the second one has someone different, or someone you know, I should say. This person is Satan. He is bloodied, bruised, and beaten. He seems to be in pain as something has him doubled over. Welcome! I'm glad you could find me here. Obviously, you are here to either kill me or do something of whatever you want. Maybe save your friend here. I do not care. What I care about is this thing here. And he, like, puts his finger and taps the glass. This is my work. This is what I care for. So if you want to kill me, please go ahead. I don't care. But just know I have a dead man's switch. So if you do kill me, then this thing dies. And he points to the seed in the glass. Oh, yes, one more thing I should also mention. If I also let go of this switch, your friend over here will be also filled with this gas and turn into, ah, uh, where's the button here? Clicks his other button, and one of these guys turns into a very thorny mess of vines and plants. Basically, like, imagine an awakened tree, but it's just full of vines, of life, I would call it. So... I would say, uh, pick your moves very carefully. Hmm? Wait, so real quick for clarification, like, they're in, like, a enclosure? Like, what's happening here? These people here are in their own separate enclosures that seem to be hooked into this main enclosure. Ah, okay. So they're in chambers. Got it, got it. Yes. Sorry, I said that by accident. What does that NS stand for? That NS you can't see right now. Well, you've seen it already. It's the creature from before. Oh, it's the dog. Oh, good. And is this glass like something that like the tree, the seed is like in like developed? Is it like a loose jar? Like what are we talking about here? Uh, this is connected to the desk, not a jar. It's like some sort of looks like everything basically hooks straight up into this vat or into this giant enclosure. And then for this dying tree, is it also like in a giant enclosure? That's correct. Is this like a chimera tree or is it just like a specific type of tree? I called it a willow. Okay, it's a willow. Mm-hmm. Is it also enveloped in glass? Or It is in the enclosure that is full of glass, unless you want to breathe in disgusting, not good breathing air. <sighs> are, containers, are the containers made out of, uh, the, sorry, the capsules, whatever? I have to think of the difference between bulletproof glass and car windshield glass. Uh, basically with, at least with car, car glass, it's, um, imagine if you were to break it, but it has like, um, like it's all still stuck together like plastic. So it's really hard to like puncture through it. Whereas bulletproof glass is just, uh, very thick and very, you know, dense. Okay. So it's like car windshield glass. Thank you. So you could break it, but there would have just be holes like you would, like gas would seep through. It would take multiple hits and gas would seep through in certain areas. Right. So, I mean, I don't say best option here anyway, but, you know, I get it. So, yeah, he's already clicked a button. One of these people is now transformed into this weird blight vine thing. 
and Satan is in is in the next one. Yes. What's he saying? Is he awake? Like Satan is in pain. So if Satan wants to say anything, I think this is his time to speak. I mean, Satan is still doubled over. His knuckles are a little, a little bloodied. He was punching the walls of the chamber earlier. Ugh. It's out of frustration. And then we just got out of there. We're just, you know, some of us have been hurt pretty bad. Okay, so I shall ask you. Who owns this thing? It's, he's pointing to the seed. You need to give that back, Sochi, Sochi yells. Oh, thank you for um, asking so politely. I, I, I find that very nice. Um, no, I won't. So you can tell me what it does. Maybe we can work something out. Uh, yes. Listen, we don't know you. We don't know anything about you. We just know we were arrested and brought here. This doesn't seem like a judicial sort of system. We would just be in prison, being processed, if this were a normal thing. Whatever game you got going on here, all right, we played it, we finished it, you said we could leave, give us our stuff. And we'll get out of your way. Is that so? That's what you said. Hmm. Now, here's my question. Do I look like a man who gives a shit about what I said prior? I'm giving you that face value. I mean, you have a dead man switch, so you understand the, the situation that we're all put in here. And if we're willing to, after what we just went through, still level with you diplomatically? That's how serious this is to us. Uh, or I That's could how do... serious the person in that chamber is to this group. Oh. I mean, you're a man of science, right? Yes, I'm a man of science. But also, here's something that I can do. I can wait for the wardens to come in and uh, kill you. I can also do that, which there are What's many. What's the point here. of that, then? Uh, nothing. I just get new convicts, put them to the ringer, do some more tests, and uh, call it a day. So, means absolutely nothing to me. All right. You know what? I was interested. I mean, we haven't been... We've been through a lot, but we haven't been through anything quite like that. So, what's your inspiration here? Well, like, how did this start? Who are you? I'm Avery Stofton, son of... The great Dr. Dofton. Um, I am carrying out my father's work. Uh, and that's about all I care to give you. I don't oh, want to give you a Christ, sub-story of my issues. history. <laughs> I don't have daddy issues exactly. Really, I have mommy issues. That's what my therapist says. But that, that's I mean, beyond the point. Wait, how so? Listen, Cyrus is probing here. He knows he's up a creek. So we have so, to keep this going. This is important. That's great. Remember what I said prior. He said that he does not mind waiting for wardens to knock down this door. Right. So, the longer he can keep y'all talking and not on your mission, the better for him. So it's yeah, 100% well, up to we're you. We're just trying to escape. <laughs> we're just trying to escape. Can I do something while Cyrus is speaking? So, I will allow... Two to three things that happen before something happens, okay? Okay. I would like to hide behind Boyan and cast Blink. Okay, go ahead. 
So you cast Blink. I want to try. Wait, can you describe Blink? It basically just teleports you. It does. You go to the ethereal plane, and then you can go to a different space. It's a little bit like Dimension's Door, but you can do it multiple times in a minute. Um, and I, but I can't bring anyone with me. I have a separate thing that I want to try. I want to be able to get into the chamber with Satan. Okay, go for it. Okay. Meanwhile, Cyrus is going to spend his most like his spin his most like sob story thing. I the guy mentioned think... mo- mommy issues. It's Wait, time before you do that. You're trying to cast a spell, correct? I am trying to cast a spell. And you're obviously trying to hide, correct? Yeah. I'm going to need you to roll a stealth and see if he beats it. Okay. While he's distracted. I mean, he's, you're standing right in front of him. I have shit stealth, but I have a really high stealth stat. That's <sighs> a nine. It's obvious, man. <laughs> Can, can, I, I, can I assist with this with using Minor Illusion? I'd say she's already being assisted by hiding behind you. All right. <laughs> I make myself look bigger. I'm like a fucking Chungus-looking motherfucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just puff up, puff out your chest. Yeah. Like a bird. I think Mateus with the distraction... near the back. I mean... I think with the distraction... People. And having someone being hidden behind, that should give her an advantage. So I'm not saying no to that. She can re-roll. That's it. Man. Thank you, Gia. Thank you. Okay. So. God damn it. I am going to say this because it's really close. And I think I like whatever you're doing. I'm going to allow it. Okay. His perception is not extremely high. His perception is actually one away from what she rolled, which is why I'm giving it to her. He's all absorbed in the monologue. Yeah, this Correct. is the guy that we've established loves to talk. This guy is full of himself. Real quick before we get into that, so you said his fingers on the, like he has to flip a switch or he has to press a button in order to fill that other chamber? Which one is it? Basically has to let go. Well, okay, so what chamber are we talking about here? Is it talking about the desk one or this one? I'm talking about the gas one. Uh, this one, he has to press a button on. He has to press a button. Okay. Yes. This one over here, the seed one, it's like connected to him. And is he like pushing down on something? Uh, he's already pushed down on something. He's just waiting to let go and ruin it for mm. mm-hmm. Okay. So, Mateus, you moved over to here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You come out of the ethereal plane? Yes. And and then I'm dropping Blink. I'm not going to do it again. All right. And not yet. And then I'm going to wrap my hands around Satan and Dimension Door out. Of- How many spell slots do you have? Well, I gained one more. I used to only have one. Now I have two level fours. Wait. Am I restrained by any means inside this chamber? You are not restrained. You're just sitting in here. Okay. So, that's one thing being done. Mateus is going to dimension door out of there, which is going to be your second thing. What is the last thing y'all want to do? 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use Mage Hand to kind of just hold the guy's grasp onto the on the button. Okay. It is a cantrip, so I don't need to use um, a slot. Like not on Homeboy. the button that dispenses the gas, like the button that Homeboy is holding on to, like the like the switch, like you know, like how like you know you like, the kill switch. Okay, that's cool. Cool. Is that the last thing we're gonna do? Yeah, I have. Um, is this dude thirty feet away? Can you put the circle over it? Yeah, those are five foot blocks. Yep. Yeah, that's within six. He's basically thirty feet away. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I kind of want to just move my like mage's hand to like kind of like loosely kind of hold his grasp on the button down. Okay, Mateus, where do you want to go again? Um. If you're wondering what this is, this is a ladder over here, by the way. Yeah, I think that would be a good spot. <laughs> okay. Cool. We're gonna dimension door there because. It looks like it oh. might lead up. Right. So, Boyan, you cast Mage Hand to hold yeah. down the thing? Yeah, just to like loosely hold down over his hand from on the kill switch. All right. Mage Hand can support, can, um, can't carry no more than 10 pounds. I'm also assuming they can't do any more than like 10 pounds of force. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. So, as you do that, Tofton is talking about some stupid mommy issue thing. He does not feel any much, any difference in pressure on this switch. Cyrus is talking his head off as he's trying to distract him. I think what happens next is uh, you hear a giant thud. Like as if metal is being broken. You hear it again. Doom, doom, doom. And then this guy bursts out. First you see its arm, then you see the rest of its body kind of spindle itself out. These vines kind of detach from one another and slick through the door um, and then kind of recombine together. And um, it's out. It's there. It's uh, ready to go. I'm going to say. Oh no, it's that abomination. Yes. (laughs) As Toffin is speaking, here's what I'm going to do. You have nothing to worry about here. Once again, you already have the button pressed down. The nightshade is going to immediately run over and start trying to kill him and consume him, leaving his hand fallen on the ground, button still pressed. Alarms are blaring as this is happening. Um, Everyone, I need you all to roll initiative. And I need to roll something additional to see what happens. What was that man's purpose? (laughs) To die. This, This is my work. What? Give a little bit of exposition and then get murdered. Uh, yeah, that explains like why I'm like I thought you'd at least like do me the pleasure of like doing the conversation. You're like, no, nah, I'm not. Fuck him. <laughs> no, this was all just a thing for you all to be stuck in here with this creature. Do, do we have our weapons? I don't remember if they took think, them away or not. I think they're all gone. So fun part. <laughs> Um, here, I'll let you do a perception check to see if you can find your weapons. A perception's 19. I know, Ranger. God, fucking piece of shit. I just shit. wanted to let you know. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. Do I still have my daggers in me or no? Um, let's just say yes. Okay, cool. Because I'm not going to be a prick. <laughs> All right. So, we have a 19 passive perception. You see your stuff under the desk where the nightshade is. 
<laughs> Let's go and grab it, guys. <laughs> right next. <laughs> Ruh row. Woohoo! Dead. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're just going to start rolling fucking terribly again. This is not going to be a long fight. <laughs> yeah, dude, we, we are having a terrible time roll. Did you see all of our initiative rolls? Yeah, dude. Hey, don't worry, though. This thing got oh, worse no. than y'all. So. <laughs> Worse than that nine. one. Let's go, baby. Bro, you're telling me. Okay. So, Cyrus, you're top of the initiative order. You just saw this creature pull itself through a tiny hole in a door and then start going to town on Tofton. What do you do? Cast blindness and deafness before it takes away our magic again. Fluff. Blindness and deafness. Oh, shit. That's a good-ass spell. Um. Okay. So, how big... Uh, is that radius? So I can put it on here so we know. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, not happening. Why? One of its biggest things is an anti-magic cone. So <laughs> your magic doesn't really work. What? It, was a, it came in with it on? Yeah, dude, it has it, eyes. It, 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 fit through <laughs> the, it, it fit through the tiny hole with this fucking cone. It has eyes, my friend. It's not... Yeah, but I thought it, it started with one set of eyes open, and then it switched to the it, anti-magic eyes. So, uh, no, it doesn't switch. It just closes them whenever it wants to. Okay, No, yeah, this, this ruined my whole plan, because I thought, you know... Dude, you're this is a save creatures eyes. I take the graveyard dirt that I had in my pocket and just throw it at him. Well, I mean, it's the guy. Okay, so here how about this? Pie I'll let tins. this. I'll let this one spell go off. Okay, yeah, blind and deaf. Yeah, y'all bitched enough. That's a perfect reasoning for it. Now, question: How long is blindness and deafness or death? It is. You have to roll a Constitution saving throw of thirteen each turn. Oh, psh, I, I got this. Never mind. Talk shit gate. <laughs> what was it? It was a 10. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. Awesome. So, uh, Cyrus, do you want to do anything else? Uh, it's blind. It can't take away our magic again. I would use my movement for this turn to move uh, a little to the right of Boyan. Just to spread us out a little bit. Okay, cool. Mateus. So I want to quickly turn around to Satan and uh, heal him. Okay. Go ahead. Roll a 1d6, Satan, and then add a 4. Roll the 5 plus 4 so you heal me for 9. Uh-huh. It's like, go up and see what's up in, on this ladder. I don't want to be here long. I'm just kind of pushing him up the ladder or nudging him to get, get going. I just stay on the ground. At the base of the ladder, I look up at you and I go, Why? Why'd you guys bother to help me still? Go help Robert. He's in the, the King's Hall. I don't know I'm who done. that is. And you're here. I'll be fine. Just leave me alone. I'm done. But it could uh, be one of the, up there. One of the guys in one of the one of the glass rooms like, Oh, I, take me. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> uh, do, do, we, do the rest of us hear this? Uh... Are you yelling this, Satan? No, I'm just speaking privately to Mateus since we're both in the same corner. I guess no. 
God damn it. I was about to say, I'm <laughs> can I see what's going on over there? You just see two people talking to each other. All right. Uh, I'm going to scream across the room. Mateus, slap him. It looks like he's having an episode. I punch him and say, this is probably a way to Robert anyway. Go up. Is it my move yet? Uh, yeah, you're right after Mateus, actually. <laughs> cool. I just punch him. I'm going to do... I'm gonna do unarm strike on Mateus. <laughs> I didn't even roll, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, are you actually putting damage on this or what? Yes, though I only roll for it. Uh, go ahead if you want to roll for damage. Well, I rolled for. The roll to hit's only a six. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, okay, it missed. Is there anything else you want to do? I will back away. What, what is that uh, rectangle thing? Is that like a table? What is that block? Okay, which one? This one? Down below. The, one? That white rectangle below me. Yeah, that thing. This one? That's a desk. That's a desk? Yes, with cool. the will... speed next to it. Can I just crawl over down like near that desk? It's blind right now, so you... Yeah, sure you can. I'm just crawling away from Mateus. And I'm just whispering to like, just stop. Stop helping me. Oh, he's, he's Sasuke right now. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Yo, Satan, get the get our equipment for us. I don't see anything. I'm not even facing the equipment. Oh, I thought it was like right underneath I, the desk. It's, I think it's it underneath is. Underneath the desk. You can definitely grab it. <laughs> I end my turn. Okay, wow. This is <laughs> a really great start right now. <laughs> um, Dizzy. I'm trying to think of how Dizzy will follow that. You said this thing is immune to magic, right? Not true. It is not immune to magic, but it cannot be put asleep. Can be blinded, though. It very much can be blinded. I think we might as well get the ball rolling on attacking this thing then, huh? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> this thing looks like a threat, and it's just tearing into whatever the pointless scientist's name was. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna cast Magic Missile and do something new. So... Create three glowing darts of magic force. All right, go for it. Go ahead and roll that damage out. Okay, first one does four damage. Second one does five damage. Third one does three damage. So we got 12 all together on the monster. I kind of want to spread out two. Not really go closer to the beast, but I'll probably go like maybe two in front of Cyrus. Since that's technically an attack, do I get my bonus attack or no? Um, do you have a bonus action for anything? Yeah, I know it said I could get a bonus attack on somewhere. I'm not remembering exactly what it was. But I don't really have anything to attack with, so I'm just going to move and end my turn and slowly try and get over to our weapons without getting too close to the dang beast. And I'm going away from it, but yeah, I'll do that. Boyan, your go. Alright, because uh, we're also going to have to save this goddamn seed. Um, I can't lose concentration on the mage hand. Uh, so, uh, let me move. Uh, to do five, ten, uh, ten feet forward. Um, can I roll for stealth? Yeah, go for it. 20, 30-23. Um, I'm going to roll for disadvantage. I think I can actually hit that. So... That's crazy. That's crazy. 
That's crazy, bruh. Because I have a plus three perception, dude. I actually hit a nat 20, but I rolled for disadvantage. I rolled three. So it doesn't see you. So where's the hand in like on this map? Like, is it on top of this thing or what? Um, let's just say it is underneath the nightshade. All right. What I'm going to do is... So let me move one more square up and let me cast uh, Unseen Servant to go uh, get the remote back. Okay. Go for it. All right. I, 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 that's, all, that's all I have to do. Cool. It picks it up. That I'll let that happen. Then Unseen Servant secures it. So chill. It is now your go. I like to go get our equipment out from underneath the desk. All right. Do I not have enough space? Oh, you just need one more. You can take a dash action as a bonus. Yeah, I'm going to do that. All right. It's blinded, so you don't have to worry about it hitting you. Hell yeah. So when I take it, can I get everyone else's so that I can just... If you take everyone and... else's, you're going to be encumbered. Is that they're that heavy? Damn, what are they carrying? Um, you're carrying not just one pack or two packs. You're carrying about one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Five packs. Well, here, let me... What what do I see? Like, what equipments are there? Is it like the bow? And then what else? No bow? I'm just going to say this. You see everyone's stuff that they had prior. That's all I'm going to say because that would require me to look through everyone's stuff. Okay. The point, the reason why I would like to know is so that I can bring, you know, for example, if Dizzy's bow was there, I could take it and come back with it. Well, Dizzy or, needs his quiver. So if you want to give Dizzy his stuff. Uh, yeah. You can Dizzy, Dizzy as an example, right? But it could have been like Cyrus or Boyan or, or whoever. Okay. Um, for the character stuff that you want, character, please say the stuff that you have. Because I... Right, I'm assuming this B is Boyan. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do I see like his guns or whatever? My gun and daggers and crowbar. You see everything he's had prior okay. to this. Okay. I'll take his stuff with me then. Cool. And retreat. All right. As far as I can. I don't know how much dash gives me. Five, 10, 15. So that's enough. All right. Can I tra- am I able to transfer it? Or does that require like an action? I don't do that. You can give it to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Here yeah. you go, right, boy. I got my stuff Here's your stuff. Oh, sweet. And then I started firing. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to roll this constitution to see if it stays. E shit. That's a 17. Um, so that is now gone. After being hit by the magic missile and after having the blindness and deafness go away, it opens up its secondary eyes and stares directly at you four in front of it. You made the constitution saving throw? Yep, it was a 17, my friend. It can fucking see me even though I'm stealthed? I'm not even... If you're in the radius of its magic cone, which is 150 feet... It's not even magic. I'm just stealthed. It can't see me. Okay, then yes, it won't see you. Why did you even include yourself? (laughs) Because you said four. What count? One, two, three, four. Okay, you knew you were stealthed. It's a 23. It didn't meet your 23, so it won't see you. I have to bring it up, because then you're going to be like, oh, it's going to come after I, you. I remember, I have it written down. So as soon as I look down, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Are you done? Can I? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Cool. Um, okay. Magic. Anti-magic cone. Eyes opened up. It sees all four of you. 
or three of you before someone has a complaint. Um, <laughs> and, uh, shit. Okay, let's see. How much movement does this thing have? Actually, it's not going to go after any of you for right now. It is going to try and break open this vessel or the vial that is on the desk. So I'm going to do a strength roll to see if its jaws will be able to break it. I have a plus one to strength. That won't happen. Okay, cool. So it tries to bite it. It does not um, successfully break the glass, but it will do one other thing, and it is going to reinforce itself, um, which will give it a temporary HP. This motherfucker is about to use full restore. Um, actually, it's going to do one other thing. It is going to move back and forth, kind of like, yeah, kind of like awaiting uh, Predator. So now go over, go over the eyes again. So when the eyes are open, like we in a hundred and fifty foot cone, basically you cannot use any of your magic abilities. Okay, so no spells. Anti magic cone. So sorry, uh, not to be a pedant, but oh god, we went through one round, and I feel like it got two rolls. Amen. When I first cast the attack, that was its one chance for this round. Okay! No, 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 no. You casted it outside of combat. So when it entered combat, it had one roll. And now that the combat round has ended and its turn has come back, it has done the second roll. Oh, that was outside of combat. But I I basically gave you a surprise. So that was like my initiative. Well, I thought it was. I didn't know it was a surprise. I just was first in the initiative. That's why. You know. Damn. You good? If in that case, I should have had a bonus attack. That is fair. Okay, Cyrus gets Do a it on bonus my next attack. Turn. Go on the next turn. Anyone else have anything they want to do before I put it back up? Keeping tabs of this stuff. <laughs> Congratulations. Everyone everyone feel fair? We've all played D&D for almost a year now. So everyone's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Everyone. Wait a minute. Hold up. (laughs) Before it was Jonathan's own show. Now he's getting back. It's not even my own show. I just have something that I want to get to. So, Jonathan has some Deus Ex Machina planned, and we're all like, "But, but, 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 my shoelaces were tied, <laughs> right?" I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, watch something happen, you'd be like, "Oh man, that guy died for nothing!" Like, literally, what just fucking happened? But what if you tell me more about your backstory character that is like about to die in three, two, one? <laughs> Anything else we want to do before the initiative order goes back to Cyrus? See, I, I said it just in time. Let's get zapping! Uh, I guess now, the only thing I can do with no weapons and Dulu tucked away is try and hide. <laughs> so... <laughs> Can I do a hide action? Sure, yeah. Cyrus scrambles to the right of Dizzy 
and takes a hide action. I mean, as, as best as you can. Nine. So Cyrus stands very still and hopes it has T-Rex vision. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll let you believe that. It doesn't work. It's a nine. <laughs> but that's what he did. <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you, but yeah, sure. Dizzy okay. looks like, what are you doing? Dizzy will remember that. <laughs> he has a bonus action. I feel like I can't use anything with it. Uh, can I use that to ask Dulu for a suggestion? Have you seen any weaknesses on this guy? Eh... Uh... Well, first off, I wouldn't have even done this at all, to be honest. I would have just tried to break the door and then leave. But um, you picked the harder road, as you usually do. So, congratulations. Um, Second of all, uh, it looks like it's made out of vines and bark and flammable material. So, maybe you should just... Oh, shit, you don't have magic. Yeah. Get a torch and burn it. Good idea. Uh, or maybe you can ask a certain magical little girl to burn it. Oh, Dulu can just shout that. Magical little girl, please fire bomb it now. <laughs> um, cool. Cyrus, is that it? Yeah, that's all I can do. Cool. Mateus, your go. Well, I did have an Shit. idea already, but my fire can't work. This what do you mean? I need Why to cast it? it, and then I'd need to cast a bonus action. But what? I have a plan. You... I have a plan. Because it's not facing me right now. Correct. So I have a plan. So first, because I do want to get some damage on it, I'm going... Uh, there's several steps to this plan, and I want it all to go perfectly. <laughs> so we will see if I can pull this off. I want to move four down and one to the right. Am I in his vision? No. No. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, but I'm going to be using some sorcery points. Two to create a, make it a bonus action, and one to use the careful metamagic, which I am going to place onto Satan so that he can past the save. Alright, so Thunder Wave pushes someone off. Damage, success, success fail. Success fail. It's a 15 con. It did not pass. Okay. Yay. <laughs> uh, this thing is going to take damage and get pushed. So then I roll 48. That's 18. And then because I cast a bonus cast it as a bonus action I'm going to cast blink again as my main action and bam fit to the ethereal plane because it's at the end of each turn that I would bam away okay so you're just not present on this plane great Satan it's your go Satan's dealing with a lot right now he's peeking around Ed uh, the corner of the table and he sees a nightshade is turned away from him and he sees an opportunity to attack but he hesitates. He sees everyone else fighting their hearts out against the nightshade, but he's, he just pauses as he's sitting on the floor, covered in blood. So Satan does nothing. 
Wow. Okay. Dizzy, your go. All right. Uh, Dizzy's going to throw a dagger at one of the damn eyes. One of the second pairs of eyes. All right. I'm going to say for that, let's just see if you hit. If you crit, then I think it will make it nicer. If I crit, it will make it nicer. All right. Let's give it a shot. Oh, one away from the crit. 24. Damn. You know what? I'm in a giving mood. You hit it in one of the eyes. Nice. Do the damage on it. Three. And then uh, also because I have a Colossus Slayer special, like uh, once per turn, when you hit a creature with a bonus attack, or sorry, with a weapon attack, excuse me, uh, the creature will take 1d8 damage if it's below its HP maximum, which it definitely is. So I'm going to roll that real quick. Ooh, seven. It's 10. How's that eye doing? One of the four eyes. The magic one. Oh, yes. One of the magic eyes is fucked. Okay, but it's still 120 range, right? 120, 150 foot range? 150 foot range out of one eye. So I will say this. That magic cone does not exist anymore for your side, Dizzy and Cyrus's side. It can still see you, but yeah. All right, Boyan. I'm not done. Oh, shit. My bad. Go ahead, Dizzy. Because I get a bonus. I get bonus action whenever um, I found the bonus attack uh, thing. So I get that whenever I do an attack and hit. So I'm going to go ahead and take out an arrow and try and aim at. I might as well, might as well aim at the other eye. Why not? Let's, let's see if, you're, if the dice will be nice to me and if you'll be nice to me twice. Headshot. That'd be great. Going for that other eye, by the way. Going for the other magical eye. Oh, that hurts. Eight. It's 15. Does not hit. Pain and suffering. Is that all you can do? Is that your last thing? Yeah. All right. So you shoot that arrow at its eye. It tinks off of some like bark or bone-ish sort of uh, faceplate. And you hear Senua come to you. Hi, friend. Friends, yes. No. What do you want? <laughs> I can help you with this. How are you offering the help? The same thing you two were thinking of before? Yes, I give you power. You're going to need this. You can't fight through this thing and wardens all by yourself. Your friends are hurt. One is going through a weird breakfast club phase right now. Um, How do you know what that is? I can travel across multiple universes. Don't worry about it. Um, (sighs) Don't question it. It's okay. You don't know what that is. So, it's up to you. I need a little bit more time to think about it. Because this seems like You're running out of time. As far as I'm concerned, it's you that need a body. I am one with the fates. And as you remember, I've been here for a while. Mm -hmm. I don't exactly need a body now, but I will get one. Why did you decide now to pop up with this offer? You are vital to me coming back. But you are also vital to another plan. 
you need the books for Sibith. But what if I also needed the books? Why would you need these books? Make life easier. The other way causes a lot more destruction. Makes it harder for people to get on your side. I think I've noticed that. Let's just call this a change of heart. Dizzy is pondering this over, but this isn't a decision that can be made right now. It can be made. I'm highly considering your offer. She gives you a vision of Robert, who is pretty low on health, talking to Datu. Another vision comes in of wardens adorned in black, rushing down hallways, seemingly in a hurry. You hear alarms going on. You hear a voice again. This is a decision that one needs to make now. I give you an exorbitant amount of power now. If we get out of this, we dial it back. You get what you want, I get what I want. But Sibith is not always to be trusted. And you've made it very clear that you are, after what you've done with my brother. I am a witch, a human. I make human mistakes. A god only thinks for themselves, do they not? How many wars have been waged for deities in the past? You're making sense. You're making what sense. What say you to trust this one? She could help you. She doesn't. She only helps a chosen few. Right? Okay, you got yourself a deal. Awesome. So, now, the mechanics behind this deal, before you completely sign on to this deal, is that you need to take one level of Warlock. Actually, I'll let you choose what you take. You can either take Warlock or you can take Paladin. I gave you a possibly weak version and a possibly juiced version. Um, that so is which up is to which? You. Oh, man, I have to be nice now. <laughs> yep. A paladin is extremely strong. A warlock first for first level is... Ooh. It's all right, but you're not getting too much out of it. If you doing a paladin, the mileage on paladin runs a lot better. Okay, we're gonna do paladin then, because I want to see like this exuberant power that she was talking about. I'm gonna need to figure out what all of that is. All right. So is everyone okay if Dizzy takes another turn, not of his own volition though? That's fine. I mean, fuck it. Like I'm the one behind yeah, him. Yeah, we, we so. don't really have a choice. This is all Dizzy hasn't told any of us about this nope. deal or anything. So none of us should know what's happening. Oh, right. So you hear someone say, take my symbol. And she basically instructs you to cut an S with three markings on your hand. I get my dagger back. I'm going to do it with an arrow. <laughs> you do this. You cut into your hand. The blood flows initially, but all of a sudden stops and kind of comes back into your hand. Um, your cut heals itself almost automatically. There's no scarring or anything. And then you see that flaming S from before, kind of projected above your hand. You feel this almost divine power running through you. And I'm going to say you feel compelled. You see this creature before you. 
feel compelled to smite it. And this is the power that's going to surge through you for a little bit. So I am going to do this. Basically, yeah, I'm going to let you hit it with as much power as you want out of this. So I am going to look at Divine Smite at a certain level. And I'm going to let you blow that shit away. Um, Divine Smite damage is 1d8 plus 1d8 per level. So basically, I need you to do per eight my current le- My current level overall or the Paladin level? I, it's it's basically a blessing that is being given to you right now by Senua. So she is letting you hit this creature for eight levels of Divine Smite. Um, I know it says total maximum of damage is 5d8. So I'm going to let you do 8d8 right now worth of damage. This is the strongest Dizzy has ever been. And you describe to me what that looks like. Oh, divine spice. So, so well, let me do the rolls first and I'll describe, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically, so I do 9d8 basically. So it was a 1d8 off the rip and then 8 more after it? Yep. Okay. God damn, that's a lot of dice. So after seeing this, this burning S above above their hand, Jizzy, like looking at the creature, eyes basically rolls back to rolls to the back of their head, and like he kind of lifts their hands up, and it's just like cloud, like a cloudy figurine or something like that that goes above the nightshade and just strikes down with like five, seven, nine, might as well, bolts of lightning, and just damns it for 48 damage. You see a blast almost coming from the heavens or wherever this might come from above, and just bear down on this creature. It basically collapses for a little bit before it gets back up. This thing is visibly hurt. You see its vines, some of its bark is singed, as if it's been burned or went through some terrible radiation. Is this also attached to me? So it's like, can I add another D8 to it to the Colossal Slayer? You know what? I'm letting you have your show, so yes. Go ahead. (laughs) Add more. (laughs) Just throw more there. All right, for 50 damage then. And they like come back to you like, what was that? My power. Now, remember our deal. Don't wrong me. I will call for you. And when you call, I expect you to answer. And you hear this voice go away. Boyan, it's now your go. Uh, I, I, I kind of just look and just like, what the fuck just happened? I look back at Dizzy like, what the fuck just happened? Lots of questions running through my head. Um, what's the state of the, the creature right now? The uh, this thing is hurt. This thing is really hurt. Is the cone still up? Uh... Yes. I mean, it's one good eye still open. Okay. Uh, can I move over to where um, Dizzy and Cyrus are? Yes. And you're also stealthed. So yep. it's not um, really going to be paying attention to that area. Oh, I mean, I guess it will be later, but you're still hidden. Yeah, still stealth. I move here and then I cast uh, the spell Firebolt. Okay. 26. Nat 20, baby. That hits. And then the plus six. Yep. And then the effect is a 4d10. Damage of 24. Damn. Yeah, that shit <laughs> hits it. 
Like it once again, it thought it got cooked the first time. It sparks up again, even worse than last time. It is screeching in pain, wondering what the fuck was going on or what's going on. It looks panicked and almost like it's kind of in like most dogs, its tail goes in between its legs as it was like, okay, I've bitten off more than I can chew. I might want to back down from this. Also, just to give you all a heads up, you notice this thing is not, it's not regenerating after all of this. Next is, so chill. All right, well, I would like to dash to my right uh, next to Boyan. And then I cast Ice Knife. Go ahead. I got an eight. That does not hit. That's unfortunate for me. Doesn't that still do damage? It should oh, yeah, because it it's out of radius. It's coming out the ground. They, yeah, it explodes, and then they may, they must make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Or take 2d6. That's a nat 20 plus 2. That's 22. Okay. You could have stopped at the crit. <laughs> so how much damage does it take? Yeah, so it's 5 points of damage. Now it's this thing's turn. So it knows it's kind of bitten off more than it can chew, attacking you all. It is looking ferociously around. It is going to disengage from battle. It is not wanting any more of this pain. It is low. It just cowers back down. Um, Mateus, you're in the ethereal plane, but if you want to come out of that and try to hit it, um, I mean, this thing is still classified as dangerous, but... It's about to be reclassified to our bitch. I mean, I, I can't... I mean, it still has some health on it, so I can't assure you that it's going to be very nice if you do that. Okay, so I have a plan. I'm going to bamf where the sea is. Okay, and then I'm going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp at second level. Let's roll a strength save. Fifteen. I need to roll a strength save? Yeah, strength save, please. What do I need to beat? A 15. I don't beat it. Okay. So then you get a four, but he's also restrained now. Okay, four points of damage. I'm just going to say we're practically out of combat. This thing doesn't want to stay here. It wants to leave. Dizzy thinks we need to move and find a way to get out of here now. These wardens are on the way. Alarms are blaring. We so need we're, to we're out of combat now? Yes, you're out of combat. There's a ladder right here that leads you upstairs and that you can leave. I like to get my seat of life. Done. Before you do that, though, you hear two whispers coming from the enclosure and the night seat. They're practically begging to be turned back, to be given life again. Well, I'm not sure how to do that, so I'm not, I don't know what they want from me. Are you guys hearing that? I asked the group. Do we hear it? I don't... Can we DM? No, this is specifically so chill. I don't hear anything, man. But we gotta... We gotta get going. I mean, do I hear... Do they say anything else? After I say I don't know what they want? They're repeating that over and over again. And it's coming from where? Both the enclosure and the nightshade. The chest of the nightshade and the enclosure itself. Can I do an Arcana check? Well, I'm doing an Arcana check. 
I got an advantage on that, so 22. Whoa, wait, why'd you get advantage on that? Because I'm a blood hunter. Okay. Um, fuck. What? Okay, Arcana check, what do you want to know? I want to know if it's magic, and if it is, what kind of magic? It is your old ancestral magic. This is, it's again, something that almost has the same signature, but once again, is darker. But, once again, it seems like it's pleading to you. I recognize this type of magic. I say out loud. I think it's calling me. Then I get closer. Here's what we're going to do. Remember, you have your disease that you have to deal with as well. So, we're going to roll an Arcana check. I know you have advantage on that. Ever. I also will roll something here, acting as the disease. If my rolls, my disease rolls, beats your rolls, not great things happen to both of those things. All right. Yeah, 22. So I got two nat 20s. So you reach out, and at first, everything feels great. It feels like you are connecting to this thing. It starts, its purple glow kind of dims and starts to glow yellow. And it starts to get brighter. And then pain seeps in. It moves almost as if it kind of engulfs your hand. And within an instant, a black string, like a small black vine, shoots out of your palm and straight into the nightshade's chest. That yellow glow starts to drain, starts to dim. It's almost as if it's getting like constricted or sucked out of life. And that hunger that you felt before, these past couple of times that you felt before, starts to wane. Oh, do I get some HP back? Yes, you do. All right. Uh, Do I roll or... What, what uh, I can say, go ahead and roll me. I'm going to say, since this is a big thing, I'm going to say 3d8. 3d, all right. 18. So let's see where I'm at now. I'm close to max HP again. Do you want to try st- to stop this, or do you want to even go to the tree in the enclosure now? I want to. Uh, Stop this for a moment. All right. So as you are trying to stop it, you feel the writhing black vines kind of start almost spiraling out of your hand. You feel hungry again, but it it stops almost as if it's content enough and you've held it back, but you feel that it still wants more. It's turned its attention away from the enclosure into something that is in your hand. I want you to do a constitution, or not a constitution, a wisdom. Let's just say you need to be. All right, cool. You need to beat a nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, I already rolled before you said anything. Awesome, cool. So with that nine, you beat it. You meet it, you beat it. So it stops. I turn around to the group, say, all right, guys, I got my seed. Let's get out of here. All right. So you all leave. Satan, are you going to leave with them? Oh, if someone wants to pick me up, because I am putting no effort into leaving. Hey, come on, you big baby. 
Between me and Mateus, <laughs> we, we carry his ass out. <laughs> Mateus doesn't need your scrawny help. Hey, hey, it's, someone's got to push him from the bottom. <laughs> All right. So after maneuvering and running past guards and dodging around and, you know, being all around stealthy and shit. You finally get to these I, large oak doors. I, you're smiling too much. What the fuck are you playing? Uh, yeah, I'm smiling a lot, huh? Uh, you get these large oak doors. What do you have to be happy about? You're never do you want to open them? I don't want to open them. Can I cast Firebolt at the doors? <laughs> you can cast Firebolt at the door. Go for it. I, I cast Firebolt at the door. So you cast Firebolt at the door. The door starts to catch on fire. Anyone want to do anything before I... Ooh, wait. No, no, nope. You've already burned the door. They know you're there. Don't. You'll be like, actually, I'm doing something different today. Like, no. Mm -mm." No, no, we're still burning down the door, but I I want to use another spell of mine. Okay, go for it. I want to use this guy's self and dress up as a warden. (laughs) Oh. Okay, go for it. I'm fine with that. Uh, Okay, cool. So the door... He's on fire. You hear a couple of voices behind this door. They're all mumbling something about the door being on fire and how they need to probably put it out. Is there anything you want to do? Maybe something that would make combat easier? I don't know. If you hear voices oh, behind I'm the door... I'm already disguised as a warden. I'm going to go up to them and tell them to like, leave their posts. Dizzy's just going to cast Passfile Trace on everybody except for Bojansen's disguised as a warden. Am I somewhat towards the back of the group? Or am I in the front? What are we trying to do here, Mateus? Well, I would. I still have blink up. I would like to blink away at the first glimpse of the inside. All right, you cast past without a trace. Door basically gets broken down and burnt down. You see three guards ahead of you. You just want to stealth past them? Sounds like a plan. All right. So I'm going to give someone some talking time. Bo, do you want to say anything? Do I hear them? Do I hear the fucking door light on fire? You hear a (laughs) firebolt hit the door, and you hear the door collapse. Guards are confused. I look at Dato, and I'm like, Oh, looks like your brother and the rest of my acquaintances are here before they enter. I am certain that you're more than capable of fighting us and holding on by yourself with or without the guards, but are you sure you want to fight? Because in the grand scheme of things, with your goal, fighting us would not accomplish anything. Victory against us would not accomplish anything. Loss against us would not accomplish anything. I think I've already accomplished certain things with certain people. Exactly. This would be a moot point. Can I roll a persuasion for it? Sure. I'm going to say it will just be a flat-out one. 18. Mm. 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 I rolled a 14. So, she ponders that. Mute points. I guess you are right. So, what do you say I should do? I honestly don't know. The anarchy within you is justified. The method of that anarchy, I hold 
no position in how you exact it. The grand scheme of things in which I do see an eye to eye with you is there are things that are wrong with the current system within this country. It's why you ended up with Tofton. It's why your brother ended up in Arcania. And it's why all of those, and I point at the doors through which the wardens are going to come through, are the way they are. Things do need to change. And you're completely justified in whatever means you achieve it through. So you're saying I should just let you walk out of here? So I am on 6 HP. There's blood coming out of my mouth. I say, killing us won't achieve anything. The goddess who brought us back, she can bring back other people. And as long as you have those two books over there, people will come in and fight you for those two books. I like that. And it's unexpected. But I have some backups ahead. So I want you give me an Arcana check. Okay. Now let everyone else get an Arcana check. I rolled a nine. I am out of it. Twenty-one. So twenty-one. Great. But Robert, I'm going to say it from your perspective first. Mm-hmm. You feel a hint of something weird in the air. Almost as if as soon as she said, sure, yeah, like you're right in this manner. Something changed. About her? Something changed about the room. Oh, fuck me. Something unexpected. Uh. One could say different, but you don't know what. It's just you feel a change. Mateus, you rolled a 21, right? Yeah. So from this ethereal plane, I guess you are more or less connected to magical bonds and their ideals and whatnot. The fates almost is kind of part of you. Something's different here. You see these weird magical glimmers kind of on the corners of the room. At first, they're just blobs, and then they turn into human-shaped figures. The Wardens never really left. And you see them. Oh. Oh, no. Fuck me. There's four. They're just sitting there with invisibility on. Yes. Now, I'm going to cut back to you, though. You're standing there. You just made some sort of reasoning with Datu. She stops, she says, yes, you might be right on this. She walks back to her throne, she picks up the books. And as she turns to you, wardens uncloak themselves. Basically, they're going to hurl... Jesus Christ. Four fifth-level fireballs. Oh, hell no. At Datu. At Datu? Yes. 
what the fuck? I'm wondering if I can react and almost as a turn, blink down there and cast a spell. You know what? In the season of giving chances, <laughs> let's do an initiative roll for you, Mateus. Okay. <laughs> you have to beat a 10. Okay. Guess what? You beat it. Oh, cool. So <laughs> if I, I see what's happening and I see fireballs going down. It's not aimed at Robert, but he's going to get caught in the crossfire. And he's just he, at- Okay, well, actually, funny thing, he doesn't. He doesn't? She doesn't know that. Well, Mateus doesn't know that. She doesn't know that, though. Okay, fine. And Robert looks just as shitty as Satan did. I want to use a first level spell slot to convert into sorcery points which gives me two more and then i'm going to use those all my points left and that gives me enough to dimension door do you go with me robert because this is the choice thing uh do i see Tato getting fireballed you see basically the invisibility get dispelled and the start of a fireball start to happen. She's still holding two of the books. Fuck! No, I can't leave because the books are with her. Fuck, Bo, no! It's no, a- Bo! We can't leave without the books. We can't leave without the books. We can- she has the books and she... they. Can I roll an insight to, or like anything to see if I am the one being attacked or if Datu is the one being attacked? Go ahead and roll an insight. Exactly 10. Damn. This is a very precarious situation. Mm, fuck. She agreed. You can't do it. So she is going to give us the books, which means that the wardens, if they are going to come out of invisibility and attack someone, it would be me or her. Oh, fuck. I tell... Okay, I'm sorry. Mateus, come on! Not yet. Not yet. I just say not yet. Did you come with the dimension door out of nowhere for me? Or did you like. Something like. like It just existed in space and time, right? Like I just saw it come up. I don't know if you'll be able to hold it. That's the thing. So I just. I can't come right now. We need the books. But I don't want to leave you there. I can't come. I also forgot I need to roll that two's decks to see if she takes full or half. Would you believe me if I rolled a one? Oh my I rolled God, a one. Why would you kill someone who just she's killed? dead. That means she's taking full hits. So, a target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save. So, we're going to do the first 8d6. And then from there, I'm going to add a d6 to the fifth level. So yeah, And it's, it's four of them, right? It's four different fireballs. Correct. All right. So, she's hit down from her max to 66 health points. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you wouldn't have known. Until right now. She does not have a damage immunity when it comes to fire damage. 
practically speaking, because the seed of life is in her. Or one of the corrupted ones. So, I'm just going to do some additional damage here. But practically speaking, she's going to be on her last legs coming out of this. So, I hope you start planning for what you're going to do. She comes out with three hit points. Wait, but where are the books? Wasn't she holding the books during this? The books are, well, what might be left of them are right in front of Mm. her. As she is being sparked up in flames almost immediately. Can I do shit now? I'm going to allow you to do something before something else happens. Fuck. I'm gonna run to her and uh, I'm gonna grab the books and I'm gonna say, you can take quite a hit and give her a healing word and I heal her for a fucking six hit points and uh, I'm gonna say, run after me and I'm gonna dash for the dimension door. You're gonna tell her to run after you? Yes, because she shouldn't die to fucking wardens. Do a medicine check. Do a medicine check? Okay. Yes, I need you to do a medicine check really fast. That's a six. A solid six. Six? Actually, I'm fine with the six. You don't notice anything. It looks like just a lifeless burnt corpse. You dimension door back to to wherever. I don't know where, but you dimension door somewhere. And then you hear... No, no, no. Wait. Mateus's dim- dimension door is open, right? That is yeah. what I'm using. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know um, where she's going. I'm in I'm, there. I'm... And then, did you cross the line? I'm assuming he crossed the line. Yes, but... I'm gonna... Fuck. Fuck, I... Oh, fuck, this. I don't want her to die to fucking okay. wardens after the whole anarchy spiel that she gave out to us. She has a vision and I want her to fulfill it. Okay. Oh, Just... fuck. Oh, fuck. She's also Sitan's sister, so this is the only time he would actually have a sibling relationship. I am oh. going to tell you something. Then, okay, you need to make your decision because something's going to happen here. Can I bonus action heal and uh, then use my mage hand to pick up the books and then run back? If that's what you want to do, you can do it. That is all I'm going to tell you now. No, that doesn't sound very nice. If it's that like... is what you want to do, <laughs> you can do it. That is all I'm going to tell you right now. I made hand the book of hymns. I take them with me. I shout. Don't die there. You have a vision and give her a healing word. And a bardic inspiration on her next roll. No, I can do just one bonus action. Yeah, I just take the mage hand, I give her healing word, and I fuck off. All right. You basically, the last thing you see is a crisp corpse, right? Uh huh. To which I said healing, to which I gave the healing word. Does not respond to the healing word. You hear, like, a primal scream coming from basically her direction. What looks like she's standing up is really more or less just a writhing body at this point. Black vines start to pierce her skin, ripping every which way, almost as if they're just gaining root and placing into the ground. 
and you see what was first a human is now a giant living plant. I'm going to ask you all, do you want to stay? Or do you want to go? I don't know. I don't want to stay. I... Uh, after the dimension door, I come back. Uh, still 6 HP, so coughing up blood. I have the remnants of the books of him in my hands. And while coughing, I tell Satan, I'm really sorry. Your sister was tortured just like any other kid in Ujala. I'm really sorry that I couldn't save her. And I look at Sochi and I say, that, that is also whatever you had. It looks like she was experimented upon and is something very close to the seed that you carry. And I just cough more blood. And I shout to everyone, everyone get out. The wardens aren't aren't for the queen anymore. Dizzy, I think you're going to be the only one who's going to see this. As you turn back, you're turning everything, you're kind of seeing this at a glance, you peek one of the wardens and you see on their forehead is an S. Three marks on them. And that's where we'll end our session. Thank you all for listening to another episode of A Dead Man's Roll, the Acacia Campaign. We really appreciate the listens. Please give us a five-star review. Leave some comments down below. We really like to hear your feedback. And if you want to hang out with us sometime, please join our Discord. Join our TikTok. Join our Twitter. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate that. We are out there. We are on Apple. We are on Google. We are on Amazon. We are on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Please follow us, and uh, thanks for listening. And once again, see you soon. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, so I can give it water. Wait, did did Esteban actually needed water, or was that the character that needed water? What just happened? I was looking at something else. (laughs) Yes. You'll never know. Did I finish a whole water bottle in one go? Or was it Boyan drinking water while this shit was happening? Because he was dehydrated <laughs> from all the testing. You'll never know. Uh, if only this was recorded and published somewhere that I could access. <laughs> Where could that be? <laughs> if we could only make a website that Google would buy out back in like 2008. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just have a catalog of episodes just sitting somewhere, man. <laughs> On multiple platforms? <laughs> what? what is this? The year 2000? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you're talking futuristic talk, man. All I know is Blockbuster and um, Red. R- red box? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just Red. <laughs> It was a group effort. Comes out of nowhere. <laughs> he, was, he was getting there. Don't worry.